there's going to be really great times and there's going to be really difficult times in this the lifetime of this company right just understanding that you're going to weather the storm no matter what mm -hmm. and it's because i'm not willing to give up it's because i'm willing to work as hard as it possibly takes to get to the end goal welcome to the ripcord moment a podcast focused on empowering business owners to optimize their company along with their personal finances and succession plans. I'm your host, Joe Situ. In this season, we're focused on younger entrepreneurs who are navigating the challenges of the current environment. Our hope is that their stories inspire you to take the actions needed to overcome the challenges in your business that you might be facing. Grow and scale your company in a way you envision and ultimately achieve your perfect landing. Welcome to the Ripcord Moment. I'm your host, Joe Situ. Today, we're joined by Nicole Rex. She's the founder and CEO of Watermark Life Insurance, an insurance brokerage firm that is really forward thinking and changing the way that insurance is sold uh, through uh, in the market. She started her career in 2008 and four years later, uh, she started Watermark Life Insurance. Over the last decade, she's grown the agency to one of the top uh, producing firms in her field. She's got 17 people on her team and she's serving thousands of, cl of clients throughout the nation. One of the things that Nicole's passionate about is educating consumers on the various strategies that life insurance plays in their portfolio and how it effectively manages risk for them. She's also passionate about working with business owners to understand the importance of insurance and the best way to fund the, the coverage that a business owner needs. She also has a passion for uh, entrepreneurship and uh, wealth creation through small business. Nicole, welcome to the Ripcord Thank Moment. You. I'm really excited for us to uh, dig in, learn more about you as a business owner, but yeah. also how you work with business owners uh, through insurance and risk management. So, well, thank uh, you so much for having me today. I'm absolutely. excited to be here. Yeah, let's uh, jump in. So, yeah. you started your career as a young female in really what has traditionally been sort of in uh, um, a field that's dominated by older men. Uh, what was that like? It created so many opportunities and challenges all at the same time. So, as you can imagine, being a young female walking into a room filled with men at these different conferences I would attend um, immediately sparked attention my direction. However, it also posed a lot of challenges as well, um, which I'll get into in a minute. But I think the funniest just to give like a quick story to everyone sure. really quick is when I first got started in the industry, I would bring my husband to these conferences with me and we'd walk into the room and, you know, start mingling with people and whatnot. And they would automatically turn to my husband and introduce themselves, but they would never turn their face to me or introduce themselves to me. And my husband would have to explain, actually, I am not the insurance agent in this right. <laughs> relationship. Here's my, wife Here's my wife. She's the insurance yeah. person here. And so... It's just so funny how men automatically are drawn to like another male figure, right? Or yeah. they just don't think that, hey, it could have been me in that situation, the woman. And so the long and short of it is that it's been so easy for me throughout the years in this industry to get meetings, you know, first appointments mm -hmm. with people, grab people's attention right off right. the bat. I think the challenge has really been proving myself to people in, in the fact that most of these men are really tough to prove my loyalty to. And okay. so it's where, you know, they're very excited to have that initial conversation and learn about me and meet who I am and what I do and learn more about what I do. But actually trusting me with their clients is a whole different ball game for them. And so I think 
there's that moment of like, okay, do we really trust this young female with our clientele, right? right? And we're talking, in some instances, I worked with billionaires, right? And so there's been this this uphill battle of trying to prove to people that, yes, I'm just as smart, if not smarter, than the other guy here in the room, and that I will work harder than anyone else because that's just who I am. So let's dig into that yeah, a little bit yeah. further, and, and you touched on hard work and being knowledgeable. What, what are some of the things that you really... Uh, I guess do to be able to earn their trust to yeah. get through that barrier and take the relationship to the next level yeah first and foremost education I think it's so important to first and foremost know what you're talking about right yeah. and to be the expert in the room and so you're not there's no way you'll ever prove yourself to anyone unless you're actually knowing of Competent. what you're exactly yeah. you know what you're talking about you can prove yourself and so uh, that is definitely just being well read understanding having so much experience in the industry and just understanding, you know, the types of planning that exists out there and how to utilize them with clients. So. so it sounds like what you're saying there is truly taking a deep dive into the various products, mm -hmm. uh, just the various uses of insurance yeah. so that you are, there's just no question in that professional, that, that professional's mind, right, right that you uh, are as knowledgeable as any of the other yeah. uh, insurance professionals that they are looking to. Exactly. Um, because you have that, you know, that level of knowledge. Right, and then as I grew my agency out, you know, to the 17 of us that we are today, it was, I might be capped here mm -hmm. in regards to education just because, you know, having children and a lifestyle outside of insurance, right, uh, keeps me very busy, but hiring the right people to fill those gaps where I'm not able to have that education or just, no interest in having it and having someone in my in my agency or at my company to fulfill that. So let's actually, because we pivoted from the insurance, but I love yeah. it with the business. Yeah. Now you've got your CEO hat on and how right. you're running your, your company, especially in this environment where, you know, finding talented professionals to be part of your team mm -hmm. is something that I think many professionals, organizations, all businesses struggle with. Oh, so so how <laughs> has Watermark uh, been able to attract top tier talent to help mm -hmm. service your clients. Yeah, it's 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 a challenge that I think I still struggle with. I think everyone does, right? Uh, especially now with this uh, the great resignation happening yep. in today's new world. Um, however, I've always been a firm believer in just being myself and communicating to people that you know we love to work hard, but we also like to play hard too, and mm -hmm. we're like. The way I like to explain my agency and my company is we're one big family. And so we're here to support, you know, their growth in my company. And I expect them to support my growth in, in the company as well. And there's going to be days that are, or years or time lengths where things get really tough and that we're just here to support each other and yeah. to put each other's best interests first and recognize each other's strengths and weaken, weaknesses and then act accordingly to those. So. What I'm hearing, and it's, some, it's a value that we share at Morton Capital, Morton mm -hmm. Wealth, I should say, we rebranded, in terms of sort of that tribe mentality, right? You're, you're in the boat together, yeah. you're working hard, you're playing yeah. hard, but these are relationships that go beyond the four walls of, of the business, mm -hmm. um, and it extends into so many various aspects of each other's lives. And when you have that, that again, we're you know, locked. Yeah. yeah, that glue, we're, right. you know, we're walking yeah. this road uh, together, hand together. in hand, exactly. forms that tight bond that right. uh, really differentiates great companies from those that are just really average. I agree. Uh, what's one thing you would say that now having 
some years, you know, under your belt. You look, you're still very young, but in a good way. Yeah. Like you, you, yeah. you do have some experience now, a lot of experience. One thing you, you know now in 2022 mm -hmm. uh, that perhaps you wish you would have known back uh, when you first started the company. Yeah, I think I, uh, looking back, one thing that would have been very helpful to know is that there, times aren't always going to be great, right? And there's going to be challenges and there's going to be difficulties. And just having a really thick skin, um, being a female, mm -hmm. I, I can easily dip into that emotional side of myself where it's like, why is this happening to me? This yeah. isn't fair, right? Um, but looking back, just really focusing on, hey, there's going to be really great times and there's going to be really difficult times in this, the lifetime of this company, right? And whether, and just understanding that you're going to weather the storm no matter what. Mm -hmm. And it's because I'm not willing to give up. It's because I'm willing to work as hard as it per possibly takes, takes to get to the end goal, right? Yeah. And so I think that's a piece of advice that I would have given myself yeah. a few years, well, 14 years ago. 14 years ago. <laughs> when right. I first got yeah. started, yeah. I, I forget who the, there's a famous YouTube video out and it reminds me of what you're saying about like grit and determination yeah. and, and, and it's something I think virtually all business owners who make it, right, mm -hmm. have to go through Absolutely. because they do have ups and downs. I think that that's wonderful advice. Yeah. For uh, you know, for for any any business owner, especially in times right now when things uh, tend to be tough. Yeah. Um, beyond just sort of grit and determination, and, and knowing that you're going to work hard, what else would you say is integral to your success and are traits that again you would want to pass on to other business owners uh, as they're kind of going down this road as well? Yeah. Again, education, I think, is so important. Being well read, focusing on your business, too. Um, so often, I think, let's go back a second. Sure. Natural salesperson here. I, Without thinking I'm a salesperson, uh -huh. I am. Okay. And it's just inbred in who I am. And so my day-to-day, -day, I love to be in front of people, mm -hmm. just like you, Joe, right? Sure. I love to be out there meeting people, learning about their business, how, which ways I could help, and if there is a way I could help, those types of things. Um, but let me just pause you there yeah, real quick, yeah. I think sales kind of gets this connotation of like transactional or like yeah. I have something to sell you, but I think what I just heard you say, and I, it, it definitely aligns with my own personal philosophy, and I think ones that I've seen of, of people who are just great connectors mm -hmm. is, you said the word help, mm -hmm. right? Is genuinely finding what the issue is of your end clients, what's that issue, and what resources can you bring to the table, whether it's your direct product or service, mm -hmm. or it's other resources you can bring by showing Absolutely. that you're willing to help, Yes. right? You are moving the, it's relationship, exactly. right? Relational in nature, and you're building that community. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Who can I connect you to that would help grow your business? Or, or what strategies, have you thought about this? Like it's all in conversation, right? And it comes from a really pure place of like, I want to befriend you. I want to learn more about you, right? I want to get to know you. And then who do I know in my, you know, atmosphere that could help do certain things for you? Those types of things. Absolutely. I think what annoys me the most about, especially the stigmatism that um, insurance salespeople get right. is that, you know, you think of an, you would, most people compare an insurance salesperson to a used car. <laughs> right. And it's so it's sad. So, right. And so I think what I've tried to make like my like lifetime like accomplishment uh -huh. of is unwinding that and being 
just super hunkered down on the fact that I'm here to educate people and I'm here to just talk about concepts and strategies with people, right? And if it works with their financial picture, then great. Yeah. But these are all conversations that should be had, right? And there's nothing more, there's nothing that annoys me more than when I meet with clients uh -huh. and they say, and I ask them, it's always, it's always the same answer too. I ask, hey, I need to ask, why did you invite, why did you purchase this life insurance policy? Mm -hmm. And they say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My, my insurance agent told me, told to, me to do I needed it. Yeah. And it's like, why did they not sit down and explain the purpose of this policy to them? Sure. You, they should know the purpose it was serving to their financial, you know, overall picture. And so, um, it's my personal like vendetta, but also my agencies as well, that we're here mm -hmm. to educate people first and foremost about all the products that exist in the marketplace today and then which ones specifically work to serve their financial goals. Well, I want to pivot on that. First yeah. of all, what you just said there resonates so much with what we do at Morton Wealth in terms of holistic. I, I mm -hmm. like it when I'm out in the community talking about what we do around life planning. Mm -hmm. It's so funny how everyone always goes to investments right away right. Uh, in networking groups and even prospective clients. And I, we have to take a step back and say, what's the purpose mm -hmm. of why you're making these investments? Right. And holistically looking at their life on estate planning, risk management issues related mm -hmm. to insurance, taxes, cash flow planning, before we even get into the investments. And I love what you're saying there about you know, the purpose of insurance, it has to have a very concrete reason yeah. for buying it Absolutely. in the client's life. And it's truly sad that, right. uh, you know, so many clients are just sold a product. Oh, it, it's really sad. You know, uh, uh, an example I recently ran into was an insured who had probably over nine different insurance policies and they were all serving different gods and purposes. And I was just like, what is going mm -hmm. on with all these? Some of them had like massive cash accumulation in them. Some of them are just terms, some, you know, you name it and being funded in all different ways. And it's like, I asked the gentleman, Hey, have you ever sat down with your agent and asked specifically what the goals of each of these policies were? And he's like, no, no. They, he just told me I needed more insurance. Yeah. Okay. So again, going back to answering your question, it's like, it just educating people to understand, right? what's available in the marketplace and then what different concepts and strategies exist if it fits into their financial picture then great and if it doesn't so be it too right yeah so well, let's talk a little bit specifically you do a lot of work with business owners mm -hmm. the podcast is focused on making sure owners are prepared mm -hmm. uh, for whether it's uh, an event where they actually have a successful sale or successful exit or yeah. an unsuccessful transition right. uh, we're trying to mitigate uh, that so yes. how does insurance how does your, what your mission at Watermark do play a role with the uh, business owners? Yeah, a huge role. Um, so often we find that, you know, business owners go in, they start their company, they grow it, but they haven't put all the safeguards in place that need to be there. And that could be ranging from, you know, their, their business insurance in the sense of like protecting like workman's comp, right? Um, errors and emissions, those types of coverages, all the way to like, the insurances that I offer, mm -hmm. which are, you know, key man, key man, buy, sell, all those types of policies. And so, again, going back, the business owners are so focused on their day-to-day, -day, right? Yeah. Increasing the company's revenue, those types, the they, they forget. And I think so. it really speaks to what you're doing as well with the strategist, Joe. Mm -hmm. um, and just 
really sitting down and going through like the nitty gritties of what you need to have in place as a business owner before you can like grow this thing into what it is. And so we've just seen so many missed opportunities and really sad stories occur because, you know, a business owner was told I need to buy, sell, and then it was never funded with life insurance. And right. so, then so they got the legal agreement in place, exactly. but they don't have the funding mechanism to, yep. to actually deliver on that when Correct. You know, someone passes away or something happens. Exactly, right. and so a, a few unfortunate stories have crossed you know, our agency's path where you know, the wife calls up and says, hey, like, yeah. I, want, I want to be bought out of this company and where was the insurance? And it's like, it never existed, yeah. so sorry. Like, the business doesn't have the cash to buy her out exactly. and all of a sudden a lawsuit happens and all yeah, other- Yeah, it's really you know, messy. Hell breaks like, loose, so to yeah. speak. So again, going back to it, it's just educating people, right? And when we speak to business owners, it's like, we go through our checklist, like, hey, have you considered this? Mm -hmm. Have you thought about this? Is your buy-sell funded? Is your, do you have key man insurance for the, the big guy, right? <laughs> well, and the thing that I love about what you're doing, I think, is that it's it's not it, it's you're being brought in as part of the advisory team, mm -hmm. not just transactional. It's not just no, sales, right. and it's also not just necessarily a moment of time. This is something that has to be revisited, right, on on, on an ongoing exactly. basis if the business is right. hopefully growing, growing exactly, right? because then the risk has gotten bigger and the insurable yeah. need changes over time. And just the same for the opposite. If, the company's shrinking now too. Like, yes. let's revisit these policies. Right. Maybe we don't need all that insurance enforced. So, right. So maybe we're lowering the premiums yes. because yeah. obviously the death benefit exactly. is, is substantially yeah. let's lower. Let's save you some money if you're hurting Absolutely. right now. Let's yeah. stick that down. So, so I know you've. Um, I want to talk a little bit about what you've done in your business in terms of, and this really again goes to the ethos of how you want to change how insurance is viewed. You, you've sort of launched, I think, three separate, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got your hands full, three sort of separate divisions or initiatives yes. uh, to really address the market. So talk mm -hmm. to us a little bit about what that, what that is. Yeah. So the insurance industry is extremely archaic. Uh, I mean, all the way down to the fact that you are still, people are still taking paper applications. You can still fax an application to an insurance carrier. You can fax an you application. Can fax an okay. application in, okay? okay? It's slowly starting to like speed up to get with the times now. Okay. However, it's so archaic. And so the time I spent at home hunkered down during COVID, uh -huh. I really looked into the company and to the industry as a whole and really thought, how can we change and be different? And how can we advance this industry and be yeah. kind of a game changer um, and a disruptor in a great way? And so we built out what's called MyMark, which is an online website that clients and advisors can go to and they okay. can quote and apply for their own life insurance right then and there. And um, you can complete like a fully underwritten application within 10 minutes, or there's even an- A fully written, underwritten application- yeah, all online. Within technology, with using technology within yeah. 10 minutes. Exactly. Wow, that sounds pretty cutting edge. And then we even partnered with a really great insurance company that will even now give you an instant approval option. So okay. not even just the application, but like an approval, you can bind coverage right then and there within five to 10 minutes. Sounds like you guys are doing some really cutting edge and exciting yes. things at yeah. uh, Watermark. So that's really exciting. And then the third company that I started that hasn't debuted yet, still still in the works, but um, probably I would say by January 1st, it's definitely gonna be out there in the marketplaces. Premium financing, which okay. is normally, you know, secured only for like much higher net worth individuals, right? Net worth north of $10 million. 
being able to offer that now to just accredited investors. And so uh, we so like to call that- So accredited investors are around a million dollars of net worth? Correct, yeah. or over 250,000 of individual income. income. Yeah. Exactly. Got it. And so really being able to open up that marketplace to them, because there's yep. a lot of benefit with that. Um, we like to call it opening up to the Henry's of the world, the yes. high earners, not rich yet. Yeah, so, I love that. Yeah, so we're really excited for that to come to market, hopefully. Uh, it sounds like you're doing, uh, you're democratizing insurance, you're doing cutting edge things, leveraging technologies yeah. to bring it out of the dark ages. Uh, <laughs> a lot of great things, Nicole. Well, we call this a ripcord moment because again, yeah. I believe when an owner goes to transition their business, mm -hmm. uh, it's a bit like jumping out of a plane. Yeah. They, their parachute can't fail, their ripcord better work for yes. a successful landing. So always <laughs> yes. ask our guests for yeah. two action items okay. that an owner should do sooner than later if they are going to go through some sort of succession event. So what would your two action items be? All right, uh, the first one I would state is very basic, just Hey, business owners, look at your insurance policies. What do you have in place? Are, have you, uh, you know, much, very much like the strategist, right? Sit mm -hmm. down and go through all the policies you have in place. Go through all um, the different coverages that you may need. Think, think in the future, worst case and best case scenarios, right? And, and do a review with your insurance so agents. Do a, essentially do an audit of what you have. And Absolutely. Have. Okay. Yep. Very good. important. Sound advice. Again, so many times um, there's divorces that take place, right? Like unfortunate situations and think, things change. You have babies, you have more kids, right? Whatever the case is. Sure, and life happens. Yes, it does. And you just have to plan and make sure that you're keeping up to speed with all of the different changes in your lifetime. So an insurance policy is very much a living, breathing organism in the sense that right. it is not a one-time purchase. It is something you've got to monitor along its lifetime, your lifetime. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that that's a really good piece of advice because so many of us, right, we, I think people think like, hey, I did it, I got myself covered. Right. And while that might be the case for a certain period of time, right, right. because life changes and the circumstances yeah. which predicated that policy at the time have changed, mm -hmm. it means, well, perhaps you you know, you know need more or less insurance. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that would be my first okay. piece of advice. Second is really, just as a business owner, I find that we are so caught up in our day-to-day, -day, what we love to do, right? That's mm -hmm. what I like to call it. Like, I'm only focused on planning meetings with people, meeting new people, right? Sure. Creating new relationships, getting to know or better further those relationships along. Um, but what's the one thing you could focus on that will take your company or your business where you are now to here, right? Taking it up a little. Exactly. Okay. And so uh, there's a lot of things that I that's either a weakness of mine or it's just something I don't feel like I have the time for, even though I do, and I just don't want to make the time for it. And just my advice would be write it down and make it your priority tomorrow morning when you get in the office and tackle it. Just get it over with. And so focusing on just that that one thing that could take you from here to there yeah i think what i'm hearing you say there on that nicole and i think this is a great sort of place to wrap up is the i, I always sometimes when i'm talking to business owners mm -hmm. i ask them are you an owner or are you a firefighter right oh, uh, and good. while you you yeah. you know you made the you made the comment like you're doing things you love oftentimes many owners are as they grow there's more just things to deal with and they almost oh, are putting growing out pains, for growing sure. pains growing yes. pains daily fires yes. are putting out they can't get their eyes up on the horizon yeah. on that one big thing that they really have got to tackle to take their business to the next level. They just get exactly. caught in that sort of hamster on a treadmill yeah. uh, sort of feeling. So. Yeah, I had a business coach um, 
once say to me, like, just remove yourself from your office for the day and go meditate on your company. Think yeah. about like what you could do different that's gonna 10X your company, right? And then tomorrow morning, when or not tomorrow morning, the next morning, right? Mm -hmm. Get back in the office and go go do it. Go do it. Get yeah. it done. Yeah. Great. And so it was a really great piece of advice and I took it to heart and it's changed a lot in my company. So oh, I love hearing that success. Yeah. So well if anybody in the audience wanted to get a hold of you, yeah. uh, how might they go about doing that? They could visit our website at watermarklife.com. Okay. They could Call my cell phone <laughs> uh, at 818 go, go 818-577-6762 okay. or you can email me at nicole at watermarklife.com oh, so. wonderful yeah. nicole thanks so much for your time today thank you for your pearls of wisdom no yeah, thank you i, I really enjoyed this this is fun yeah. thank you so much and this is joe c2 signing off from the ripper moment and we'll see you next time